five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Energized podcast is back. Extra football show this week. The World Cup is incredible. We love it. You wanted more energized football action. So now you're getting it. Yeah, that's it. That's actually true. Very, very true. So if you are new to the energized show, welcome. And if you're a returning energized listener, welcome back. What would you make it if this was your first energized World Cup show? What do you mean? If this is the first one you listen to the energized World Cup show. I'm sure it probably is a lot of people's. Well, not not loads, but it's well, a, sure few, a handful. Yeah, a few nosy Parkers are, are definitely like, what are these lads shiting on about? You know, yeah, especially when you put a poll about Lover, and I'd say they were like, "All right, I have to listen to what these lads yeah, are going to yeah, say about yeah, Lover." Yeah, yeah, although I find like once people actually give the show a chance, they're sort of like, "Yeah, so join the next one." Yeah, 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 yeah. They're sort of like, "That was actually okay." Yeah, especially considering sometimes we can keep we can keep the show under an hour majority of the time. I would say ninety five percent of the time it's under an hour, and people are like, "Oh, that's handy to listen to." Yeah. That's, what, that's why I'm like I'm like Especially if you click on a YouTube video unless it's, like, unless it's Joe Rogan I'm like Oh an hour and 40 minutes You almost have to park time off To listen to it You know what yeah, I mean Yeah 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 I suppose with, that, with this You can just listen to it On the way to work On the way home It's also like the hot Well it's also the hot topic as well you know Yeah I mean? Like this is when Our stuff is most Relevant mm. You know what I mean when, Especially with finals Or like huge MMA events Or when the Irish rugby team's playing No it's uh we're we're always relevant and we're always on what's hot. Yeah. If we if if we were on hotornot.com, the Energy show would be on fire. It would be, yeah. Especially the last few shows. Like I mean, people have been loving the football shows. There's yeah. been a lot of interaction cuz usually during the season there wasn't as much but now cuz yeah. everyone is basically everyone is involved in the World Cup. I almost think it was unfortunate for us that Man City ran away the Premier League last year so much that people have sort of lost interest in watching yeah. the football. True. And uh, it is what it is. But Barry, what's on today's show? Yeah, okay. So on today's show, we're going to be going over some of the top transfers that have happened over the last couple of days. And then we're going to look at the World Cup semi-finals. And then we're going to look into the World Cup final. Uh, make our predictions. And uh, have a bit of crack as always, you know? Yeah, we are looking forward to it. So I think we're going to start off with... A transfer that shocked the world, really, wasn't it? It was... Well, it shocked you, definitely. Yeah. When, when I saw, like, the deal was done, I, like, I was on the cross trainer. Yeah, because I go to the gym and that. And uh, I rang Barry. And I was like, I was like, Ronaldo's after signing, Ronaldo's after signing. And Barry's like, is there a picture of holding jersey yet? Because, like, that's sort of, like, until then, it's just, like, the newspaper, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, I haven't seen it, but then I looked at Juventus, and Juventus released this thing where they did the Ronaldo jump and chose back and said CR7 or whatever and I was like oh no Juventus are after putting that out so like it's it's somewhere you know what I mean and Barry was like jeez man what's wrong with you but he didn't know it was on the cross train at the time he thought it was just like out of breath of excitement yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> as if like you had to run upstairs to make the phone call though. yeah yeah it was it, it was madness I was I, I couldn't believe it 105 million pounds um, serious investment um, Juventus's club value Rose one hundred and forty million pounds after this on Ronaldo. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So they've actually already got their money back for him. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's what we thought anyway. Yeah. No matter where he went, he would have sold. Like, think about all the jerseys now going to sell yeah. once he actually has a photo with it. Like, if you also look at it, England football jerseys are probably going down in price now because they're out of the World Cup. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if they had won that, 
prices of the jerseys would have been like 200 pounds and people would be like I'm wearing it you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it is what it is but uh, well I, I couldn't believe it was such an unrivaled transfer yeah that's what we were discussing there the other yeah. day I remember I said that I thought it was going to happen but like at the beginning of the conversation I wasn't sure but then as we debated I was like oh do you know what it actually probably will happen I know you were still on the fence I think mm. you still couldn't get the terms like when you picture Real Madrid you picture Ronaldo you know? yeah so taking that away it's a bit you couldn't picture it you know also I, I was I was sort of going to Real Madrid and I was thinking if they if they're going to sell Ronaldo they need to do Dan Levy business and Dan Levy if you don't know who he is he's the chairman of Spurs where before he sold Gareth Bale he bought five or six players in before people go, oh, look, they have 100 million. Yeah. So therefore, I was like, Real Madrid probably need to buy one or two big name players, get Damien signed in, and then be like, by the way, we're selling Ronaldo. Because yeah. I look at Ronaldo being gone, and I'm like, Bale might go. And then I'm like, who would Real Madrid have then? You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're, Gareth Bale's in talks with Real Madrid either like today or the beginning of next week. That was just reported by Sky Sports. Just mm. to be like, where his career lies, you know. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Real Madrid are gonna have to go all in on Garbell. Fairness, he won the Champions League, yeah. so therefore he has the potential to do it. But it's more so like I, I couldn't believe Real Madrid let Ronaldo go. I thought they were gonna keep him for another year, especially after he scored a hat trick against Spain. I was just like, right. It's funny that like the world because it's the World Cup. This wasn't so such. A, I know it was yeah. obviously huge news, but it wasn't the biggest news, you know. Yeah, if this was last year where there was no. European competition on it'd be the biggest news because people had nothing else to cover exactly, so therefore yeah. it would be Ronaldo 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 yeah. in fact Ronaldo hasn't even stood there with Juventus jersey yet yeah. which is beyond me yeah. um, I'm surprised Juventus, Juventus even announced the transfer without him being there they're almost better off delaying it until it's done I know they probably didn't want to get leaked and it probably would have got leaked but you can always deny it until he's standing there you know what I mean True, yeah. they're probably even the way they're waiting until Monday after the World Cup it, it, you can tell the marketing team are like, right, we have to do this to the max and get the most clicks and the most interaction. Yeah. Do you think you'll do a video, don't you, the way, as of recently, the Premier no, League, no, more players? I, I, I just don't see it. Like, he's, a, he's beyond that, I think, almost. You know what I mean? Well, they're going to have to, they're obviously sitting now, the, the board are like, right, we need something to be trending. Yeah, they need an unveiling. Yeah. In fairness, when he moved to Real Madrid, he filled the stadium just to do a few keepy uppies. Yeah. I wonder what he do that in terrain. What would he just, Go and do a few keep uppies in front of the crowd. Joe, you know he probably will because yeah. Italy weren't in the World Cup, so the the Italians are having. They need something. They need something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, but like, uh, I saw people talking about this on ESPN, and they were saying this is huge for the Italian league as well. Same way, like Beckham yeah. when he went to uh, the MLS. Like yeah, Italian football has not been what it used to be. Yeah. Remember, like back in the day. Although, when, in fairness, it is rebuilding, and this is a massive step to it. Well, I yeah. looked at rebuild. Well, it's, it's attempting to rebuild, yeah. but still, it, no one would even see it in the top three leagues, top four, maybe top five, but... I think with the Italian league, the, the money's coming back into it. Inter Milan are starting to have money again. AC Milan are starting to have money again. Roma got to the Champions League semi-final. Uh, Napoli have done very well in the league as of in recent years. And Juventus, like, ever since they've been back promoted to Serie A after, since they had that uh, match-fixing scandal, have been an absolute mainstay top of the league I think they've won what the last six or seven in a row true but Juventus are only doing well because they're sort of like the Bayern Munich of Italy so obviously that team is going to progress a bit further as well but the only way I'm just trying to vindicate it was I almost think like Bayern Ronaldo has put them even further ahead which is crazy to think but now that Ronaldo is at Juventus 
They've almost put a bigger gap than there was ever there before. Oh, definitely, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Like, they just have to sign the best player in the world and they won the league last year. Yeah. Like, a lot of teams get complacent when they win the league year after year after year. They don't build. And now, they're after making themselves twice as good as ever were before. Even more at Bayern Munich or a Celtic. Yeah, and they also signed a new goalkeeper, Perrin, to replace Buffon. So, and he's supposed to be, like, the next Buffon. But I think whatever keeper is Italian and it's half decent. I saw they saw it. Next, next Buffon. Do you know it, was it? Yeah, generally, yeah. But even though they have... Um, Chesney. Chesney, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think you look at Chesney and go, we're going to win the Champions League. No, 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 no. I didn't think that either. But uh, Although I thought your man Donnarumma was like, a third to go to Juventus. Yeah. It, it's funny because the Ita- Italian football is not the way <clears> we we were like brought up. We were brought up and like, when, you like obviously, Inter Milan were great, AC Milan were great, Juventus were great. All the Italian teams was the best league in the world, you know, and then that dropped off as the Premier League grew and grew mm. and grew. And grew. Yeah, and the Italian league was always like that bit more defensive, but then you have one or two flairish players. The, the Italian league was built on the Italian defenders were like the best in the world, yeah, and they're very hard to break down. You had your Cannavaro, your Maldinis, you know, I mean, even like to the day, Benucci and Chiellini, they're like some of the best defenders in the world, and they were always just set up very defensively strong. And then they had a few flair players like your Del Pieros, like Shevchenko back in the day, Kaka, whoever, like that's the way. The Italian league went, yeah, and it sort of just fell off from that. They so, weren't playing good enough football from the midfield up that they could defeat a Barcelona and Real Madrid. I think it was also the corruption as well, really. Yeah, just the match fixing. People people wanted to keep their arms mm. length away from that stuff. Yeah, put it this way: if you're a player, you don't move to a team where you potentially think someone on your team might be giving the goal away. Yeah, or even do you remember the likes of? Um, Remember Patrick Vieira left Arsenal, went to Juventus, yeah, and then he won what two two Scudettos, and then all of a sudden it came out that there was match fixing, so we, they were actually taken away, yeah, from his trophy cabinet. You know what I mean? And you don't want to do that either, you know. No, uh, not only that, but even this year, um, Inter Milan played Lazio, and Inter Milan were in fifth place, and Lazio were in fourth place, and if Inter Milan won, they leapfrogged Lazio in the fourth place. And Stefan de Vrij, who's the Lazio centre-half, was playing the last game and he gave away a sloppy goal to Inter Milan and he's moving to Inter Milan next year. He'd already signed the contract. Yeah. So therefore, like, you can question whether he did it on purpose and now he's like, gosh, Champions League next year. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? You I know that's the- obviously awful, but like, yeah. when you think the Italian league, you go, probably true. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's the reputation thing, yeah. it has. That's the thing, It's yeah. all about the reputation. It is. And now that Ronaldo's there, I'm just like, I'm going to have to make sure I watch the Italian league now. That's just it, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, like I'd never ever tune into an Italian game because the standard isn't that great. But now, mm. now that Ronaldo's there. Yeah, it's one of those things where like even Rome, Juventus is on. If you find, you almost like find it on the TV and if something else on, you might leave it on. Yeah. But like, it's not one of those ones you go, I've never texted you going, Rome, Juventus tonight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure, it's you might text go El Clasico tonight, but not that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, El Clasico is different though. But uh, it's the same thing with like Slatan Ibrahimovic now at LA Galaxy. You only give a shit about LA Galaxy because Latan's there. You're just yeah. like checking out what's going on. Same thing now. What's going to happen to Rangers? Like we were just watching Rangers there because Steven Gerrard's first European yeah. match in charge as well. I think it's one of those things where more than ever, I'm going to check the uh, Italian league for the score. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're going to see more of the Italian league because Ronaldo's in it. Yeah, Okay, so Ronaldo was at Real Madrid for nine years, two leagues, 
four Champions, Champions Leagues. Leagues. And then it doesn't matter about the other sort of cups. But, um, okay, so that's... Five the, Ballon d'Ors. They knock at one in United, though. Okay, four Ballon d'Ors, you know. Okay, well, you've yeah. got five Ballon d'Ors yeah. anyway, yeah. But um, he scored, what, in nine years, he scored over 50 goals each year, yeah? Yeah, he's, he scored something like 450 goals in 420 games. Yeah. So, what do you expect now from him going to Italy. the Italian league, to age 33? Do you think he'll still get another 50 goals? Because he's going to be playing up front. Yeah, the way, the way I looked at it now with Ronaldo is, I think he's going to score 35 goals a season. That's the way I look at him. I'd expect 40 goals a season in all competitions. I have no idea how much to play in the cup. Juventus also or in Italy they have these like weird cups where only like the top 16 teams play okay. in one cup and like and that's like their FA Cup and then they have a league cup where like the other teams don't come in until very like the top teams don't come in until a lot later on in the competition right. like Juventus were almost in the quarterfinals before they kick off you know what I mean yeah 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 uh, so therefore he's not going to play as many of those games and then he's going to have the run of the place isn't he it's, it's just very very strange I want to see who else Juventus are going to bring in who else they're going to sell um, there was rumours like Marcelo coming in but I don't see why they get him if they have Alexandro Kadir is already there who he's played with before like he played with Higuain before and Higuain was sold around Madrid is he going to stay is he going to go if he goes you know what I mean that's a lot of money for Juventus boys someone else as well True. on top of that uh, Diabal is there I'm just more interested in see what way the team's going to be built around him. Because the team's going to be built around him. Yeah. I'm um, just more interested to see which way it goes. Douglas Costa's there as well. Yeah, permanently now. He's a very, very good player. Emery Chan, that's um, in. Yeah. They're like, Juventus look very, very good. Uh, I looked up the odds for the Champions League because I was like, I want to see, did Real Madrid, or did Juventus go ahead of Real Madrid in the favourites? And the favourites Champions League next year goes City and Barcelona are favourites. Okay. Then you have... Real Madrid, PS, PSG and Bayern Munich, and then Juventus. Juventus are sixth favourites. Where were United, by the way? They weren't in top six anyway. I, 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 I was just like, where Real Madrid, where Juventus? Yeah. They were the ones who I was at, sort of. Where were Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, so yeah. So what are you expecting from Ronaldo next year anyway? Well, Juventus are probably going to win a domestic double. If, if I'm brutally honest, I feel like Juventus are expecting to win the Champions League now. I feel, in my eyes they're the favourites for the Champions League yeah. now I want to see who else he, like like Ronaldo's obviously getting like thousands of messages but mm. like I wonder like just way in basketball like people are sort of DM each other and they're like do you want to come to this yeah. team and join me like Ronaldo could be could get on to anyone be like I'll, here do you want to come I'll, here for a couple of years I was just about to say I don't think that's the last Real Madrid player that goes to Juventus this year yeah like if you're a maximum or if you're Allegri you have to go to Ronaldo here like who else is like incredible at Real Madrid yeah. and he's like going to tell you who you know what I mean yeah. as in like Tony Cruz Luka Modric who knows like you know what I mean like, I'm not saying that he's going to get both but like not completely out of the question definitely expect a few more signings yeah. I'd, probably, I'd probably be like sell Higuain yeah. they're not going to play down two up front also he's a bit chunky as yeah, well isn't he yeah recoup the money and then invest that in like younger mm. midfielders that could like, help or like I heard a rumour that your man Sarri's in at Chelsea now. Well, it's all but confirmed. Yeah. He had Higuain in Napoli. I heard he wants to spend seventy million to get Higuain to seventy Chelsea. million. Yeah, but I don't. Think I think it's euros, not pounds, to right. Chelsea. And I was like, you can buy yourself a top class. Or what if they got that your man Milinka Savic 
fella from Lazio, whoever wants. You know what I mean? He could come in centre midfield with Emery Chan. Like, there's yeah. plenty of like, top notch players who are around for Juventus to pick up. Yeah, they're going to have to get someone that's like sort of very young and fit because like Kadir can't really cover that much ground. Um, who's going to feel? Emery Chan isn't that quick either. Mm. And like Ronaldo's going to be losing a bit of pace. So they're going to need someone that is really like yeah. a, a hunter-gatherer, not mm. someone like Ozil who's extremely slow. What, 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 I don't <laughs> even know what formation going to I'm, I'm just excited to see what way Allegri yeah. use them. Yeah. Like, they'll play Ronaldo full forward and then on the left be like Diabala so, uh, and then on the right, Douglas Costa. And then, so it's just really the midfield. They so what, they're going to do like a Liverpool? Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Well, yeah, well, I could actually see that, yeah. yeah. Work out as well. Uh, what do you expect Real Madrid to do with that 100 million sitting there in the bank account? I'm a bit bewildered by it, just the fact that... Bewildered? Yeah, just it's just one of those things where I look at Ronaldo being sold and I was like, there actually isn't really anyone available t- to get. You know what I mean? So, I know they have bail, but... He, like, Griezmann signed a new deal with Atletico Madrid. Yeah. And he was never going to go from Atletico to Real. Like, Coutinho's already gone to Barcelona. Neymar's at PSG. I don't really see that deal happening this year. Um, like, I don't really see you replace Ronaldo with Salah. You know what I mean? Like, Messi's clearly not going to, Bar- or to Real Madrid. I'm looking at players who, like... I'm almost like Real Madrid should have asked for Diabala in exchange. You know what I mean? Uh, if I was Real Madrid and I was to get something in, I'd try and get an Aguero for the year. Aguero? Yeah. Well, the, yeah, the, the players that have been linked there have been Harry Kane, uh, Hazard... And then obviously now Lewandowski from Bayern Munich says he wants to leave. Like that'll be like a decent replacement. Put him right up front. Mm. But uh, they still do have Benzema there as well, who's like the focal point still. Yeah, but I think Benzema was getting away with it for years with Ronaldo yeah. and the team. Now I know we like Benzema actually showed up in the Champions League semi final and final when they actually needed him, but he hasn't scored more than twenty goals in five years. Now I know Ronaldo scored all the goals, so he yeah. get a chance to score a goal, but you can't really like sell him. And go, oh, we have Benzema. You know what I mean? Because. Yeah. He's provingly not done it. Yeah, I think they're going to go for Hazard. Do you know that? The thing is, Hazard, like, like, I, I like Hazard. I think he's an absolute excellent player. But like, I think he's like overrated in the fact that people think he's like up on that par with Messi and things. Because he's, he's never scored 30 goals in a season for Chelsea. No, he can, I think he can be that good. But he's yeah. like slow, he's sort of smug. So yeah. he doesn't work as hard. But mm. like, um, like he's after having a decent World Cup. Mm. Yeah, but do you, do you go spend 90 million on Hazard? Because it's going to cost you around that. I don't think he's yeah, worth it. It's only like 27, 28. It's the perfect time for him to leave Chelsea as well because there's no manager there and he, so he has no loyalty to the manager. Yeah, yeah I, I know that, but like, is he worth that money? Like, is he the best player you can get for 90 million? I sort of don't think so. I'd almost rather get a wear of 50 million. I know his legs aren't the best, but like, I feel like he's going to score you the goals when he's on the pitch. Well, what about Willian? He could be like, suppose Barcelona came in with a second bid of 53 million for that. Like, that wouldn't uh, be bad like, either. Cause yeah, but that's that's a really good sell for Chelsea because yeah. he's like 29 now. If I was them, right, I'd keep Bale on the left, get rid of Benzema, probably get Lewandowski because he's like 30, mm. 31, so he'd probably cost about 50, 60 million. Mm. Definitely score your goals. You can almost do a swap with Benzema to get him. True, yeah. Although, I don't think Bohemian would want Benzema as well. I oh, know, yeah, but it's just one of those things where like, here you go. Yeah. Take 20 million off the price tag. Yeah, you know well, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. If they said yeah, yeah to that, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd, you'd fly yeah, him yeah, over yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Like, mm. as always, every year, summer transfers are always very, very interesting. Yeah, and like, that started the money shuffle as well. Because yeah. like, it always takes the first big transfer. And now, Real Madrid have 100 million in the bank. That's going to someone else. Yeah, pass the cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard, I heard uh, what's called, you know, you put Fellaini in the display cabinet for Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah. Fellaini's still not... 
In fact, he's doing a good job for Belgium. Yeah, he just gets... He, he, does a, he does a job, whether it's good or bad, or like if you're whatever, it's, he does a job. Let's sell Alexis Sanchez to them for 70 million. Because we got them for free. We're so like, you know, they're so top heavy. Mm. But uh, another team that, another transfer that's had to come through is Riyad Mahrez. is after going from Leicester City to Man City for £60 million. Pounds. Under the Ronaldo radar. Under the Ronaldo radar, or under the it, World Cup radar yeah. as well. It was really like, by the way, we got Mahrez. Shh, don't tell anyone. Yeah. That worked out perfectly for him mm. as well because everyone called him basically a snake back in December saying he wanted to leave. But yeah. uh, Riyad Mahrez came from the second division in France to Leicester, won the league. And was the player he was voted the player of the year wasn't he ahead of Kante yes he was wasn't he yeah. yeah and then uh, like him Vardy and Kante that year they got all the awards whether it was the Reuters award the players award whatever it was they got the awards anyway yeah. he got one of the awards oh, no, anyway. he, no he yeah. did get it remember he was holding yeah he got PFA player yeah. of the year yeah and then uh, now he's going after going to Man City Man City's most expensive player ever but the question is is he going to be Manchester, Manchester City's most expensive sub ever absolutely yeah he just is like he doesn't is he better than Leroy Sané? No. Is he going to get in ahead of Dal Silva? Probably not. Is he going to get in ahead of Raheem Sterling? Probably not. Maybe. Yeah, but the way I look at it, it's like... Alright, Sterling had a bad World Cup. There's no ifs and buts about it. He wasn't great in the World Cup. But his season for Man City was the best season he's ever had. And the way I look at it, if they're going to play that three up front sort of thing, the way they did have recently, Mara's going to have to wait for someone to play badly or get an injury to be the starter you know what I mean yeah. and I don't think Pep Guardiola he seems to be quite loyal to the players who've done it for him you know what I mean so therefore I don't think he's gonna just be like oh we spent 60 million on him you're actually out they're gonna uh, I feel they're gonna have to well they're gonna have to sell someone mm. because they have Bernardo Silva who's like from the World Cup and he's even the games he came in I know it was like few and far between mm. games but he, he actually played very well. well yeah yeah he did like it depends on whether he's well, willing to be like the Fabian Delph of the attacking players as in just like yeah Whenever you need me, coach, here I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's what he is, isn't he? Yeah, and then the thing is, David Silva's sort of pushing on as well. I know he's still quality. Although, he, although I think he's dropping back into midfield a bit more. Yeah, I know, but... Uh, yeah, but can you really just go... Who, what, what are they going to go? David Silva, Kevin Ryan, and Fernandinho. I feel like Fernandinho's position's up for grabs as well. Like, they'll probably buy some new in for him. I think Fernandinho's one's more safe than David Silva's. Do you think so? Yeah. Like, think, like Guardiola wants to come in with his new ideas and they already have Aguero he sort of like was ushering out and then Aguero was so good he came back into the team mm. then David Silva he's sort of getting a bit older as well and sort of like maybe he wants to bring in his own sort of players which he's doing with Mares. yeah but I think David Silva's alright for this year I think maybe the following year he'll be gone but I look at David Silva and was like he was too good last year him and De Bruyne I was like nah they're too good the only reason I say Fernandinho's position is my be for top I think he's about 32 33 in around that age and I was no, just like, I think he's younger than that I, th- I just think like in terms of like world class players he's probably the one you could like replace and get a different world class player in there not saying like he's not very good he is very good yeah, I'm not saying is. there's not very many players who are better than because there's not but I'm like if you were to be like who's the worst out of the three midfielders in the last season for Man City it, like, it's like ridiculously for an Andino the way he played yeah but he was yeah. almost probably the third best Premier League midfielder in the league as well. Oh, I know, yeah. yeah I mean, well, yeah, well, I, I, like, just in my opinion, if Guardiola's going to get somebody in, like, if he bought, if he was like, I'll have Busquets instead of him, you know what I mean? That's, that's yeah, the way yeah, I look at yeah. it. It's one that I, I just don't see him getting rid of him. I, I'd say he just looks at Davison and go, his football brain's too good. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. It's just the way it is. Although, Kevin Ryan actually, I thought, wasn't that great during the World Cup. No, either did I. I thought he had one or two, like, good passes that he always does, yeah. but, like, he didn't seem to 
bossed that belt that's the thing yeah he doesn't seem like as much of a leader I have a feeling that obviously happened when Mourinho had him at Chelsea that he was like right this isn't going to be a you you can't picture him being a future Mm. captain yeah I feel like when like even when the uh, I know it barely happened but when City went behind the matches or when they were Mm. under the cosh he never seemed like he led yeah he like Liverpool like suffocated him you know what I mean Uh, when United came back in that game he was nowhere to be found. Even there for even there in the semi final as well. Yeah. He never rose up. Yeah, he looks like it's all ham and cheesy when he's winning, and then when he's not, he's nowhere to be found. It's a bit like Lukaku as well. Yeah. Lukaku's all right to score the third, if not fourth goal, but to be a real megastar and like a real boss, you have to score that first goal. You know. Yeah. No, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's you have to be a game changer. You yeah. can do it with the football, with some of the passes, but maybe he'll learn as he carries on. But uh, it'd be interesting yeah. to see who Man City, who else they signed this season, because like that's definitely not going to be their only sign the summer. Yeah, I feel like as football goes on further and further and further, like year by year by year, like more players are going to come in for sixty million and then like sit there on the bench for a couple of years and then leave again for sixty million. It's going to be more of a yeah. rotation rather than coming there and thinking you're going to stay for ten although, years. You know, although I almost feel bad for Leicester because. Lesser what? So I'll drink water for 60, 30 million and then Mares for 60 million and Kante for 60 million. And they've never, never really bought anyone, brought anyone in. You know what I mean? And I don't think they overly are. And I think they are, they're going to probably overpay for someone who's not as good. True, yeah. And yeah. I feel like Lester Vardy's going to retire as well in the next two. Well, he's not going to be retired, but he's going to be like gone. He's like not going to score 20 goals in two seasons' time. Yeah. And I'm like, Lester then looking at a relegation battle if they don't spend some money on people. True, yeah. Although there's more and more players coming to the league as well. I think, well, I don't know how well they're going to do, but... It, yeah, I know, yeah, but I just look at the other teams and they're, like, they're sort of hustling and bustling in the transfer market and Leicester sort of just be like, ah, well, this team wasn't too bad last year. It's fine. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're not like competing to try and improve. Like they, they sort of went from a Europa League competing side... And Premier League winners. And, and Premier, well, like, yeah, I know, yeah, but if you look at their squad is what I mean. I know they won the Premier League, but they were like... Jeez, they could be, they could like compete with like your Everton's or you know what I mean. Yeah. And I would just look at them and go. Any team in the Premier League could be Leicester now. Yeah. It, it, it needs, is, yeah, like, it needs new, fresh yeah. approach. But all of a sudden, look at the way Ronald uh, Frank de Boer yeah came in and took over at Everton. Oh no, well, Crystal like, Palace. And they lost seven games. They lost all the games, and then he was gone. And then Crystal Palace was stuck there with a load of players who actually have no guidance, and they all yeah. want to leave. You know what I mean? It's, and then Roy Hodgson came in and didn't wonder job. Yeah, he did, yeah. Which we, I was like, I remember when you came in, I was like, terrible appointment. Yeah, I know, yeah. Although they nearly got relegated again and near the end, so it was so, weird, wasn't it? Sometimes energy always gets it wrong. Sometimes. Especially picking the World Cup winners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can't believe Germany were that bad. But, uh, but, uh, Conte stepped down from Chelsea as well. Yeah. Well, he's no longer head coach, was the report. Yeah, this was, uh, we both said this is sort of inevitable. Yeah, but this, this, this is one thing that I want to ask you, right? Why is Conte head coach and not the manager? Because that's what he is. He he like he wasn't in charge of buying the players. You know what I mean? Like, why is he not? Because surely that was the biggest issue. That he was given players. Yeah, no, yeah, that was like, definitely a problem. Like, here's Ross Barkley and Danny Drinkwater. It's like, won the Premier League last year and you're giving me like six sixth place second choice midfielder and eighth places third choice midfielder. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, a lot of football has got to do with egos and stuff. And mm. He obviously asked for different players. Like, obviously, your man Zabacosta was signed by him. Like, he yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. Well, I want him, obviously, with the Italian thing. But, it, like, we all know that in the Premier League, you have to have a certain amount of English players, first-team English mm. players as well. That's why, being an English player, 
and young and in any way half decent, aka Raheem Sterling getting a fifty million pound move. Mm. But um, it's just it's a, it's football is now a business. You know, I mean, more people are worried about money rather than the actual love of the game. I know, yeah, but you win the money by winning the league, and like, I think it's just one of those things where like. People are so foolish. Like you have to just keep on reinvesting, reinvesting, and that's when the money's gonna come in. Like look, Man United, like they've always yeah. reinvested. They've always reinvested. Obviously, when Fergie left, like there was like a bit of a downfall, and then like they're on the way back up. But you look at look at Chelsea and like won the Premier League and they bought Drinkwater and Barkley. It's like and Zappa Costa. It's like you know what I mean. You like West Ham could have bought those three players, and like people like oh, not too yeah. sure about that. Well, like we all know how what's going on in the background at Chelsea well like we don't like, physically know but yeah. you can tell as you yeah. said 15 managers in the last 12 years yeah. do you know what I mean Abramovich wants to make decisions and he's also hired these people to make calls there's also way. moments where he's not allowed back in the country yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Abramovich sold Chelsea in the next three years and Maybe, you know, yeah. the way I look at Chelsea would be like they'd be a great buy for like some American owner coming in you know what I mean because yeah. like Chelsea's a lovely area in London like they've already got a good fan base Decent crowd uh, or de- decent squad already. You know what I mean? You yeah. sort of almost want to get them now before they go completely downhill. Yeah, but the thing is, it, it is. I think Ramovic has now learned to love Chelsea mm. and like he's like, it's like a part of it. But the thing is, owning Chelsea is such a. It's almost like. It's so. It's worth so much money and it'll be even worth more, more and more and more as mm. time goes on. But. It's almost like if you sold it, you probably wouldn't get your money's worth. Same sort of way, like, you know, I sold Ronaldo for 100 million. Like, and we were like, all right, okay, that's a lot. But then looking at it now, probably should have sold him for about 300 million. Yeah, and the rest. And the re- Yeah, and the rest. There should have been some sort of buyback clause. Yeah, like, yeah but unfortunately, you can't see into the future. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, little were you meant to know that Ronaldo was going to become the GOAT, you know? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely insane. But Conte's gone, and it looks like the Napoli manager, Sarri, is going to come in, so. That's sort of that. Um, yeah. John Michel Seri signed for Fulham. Um, he was the guy, I think, from France who was really highly touted. I think Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs. All the London clubs were in for him when he went to Fulham. So that's a real good coup for Fulham. They're actually the team. I know they came through the playoffs, but they're the team who came up who I'm most excited to see in the Premier League next year out of the, out of the three teams that came up. Like Cardiff are going straight back down. Hmm. They just are hard. Who knows? Are they still owned by the Chinese fellow? Tag. I thought he was like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Came a celebrity by being the owner. Yeah, he, tra- he changed, changed his jerseys or changed something. Changed jerseys to red, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he wore like a suit with the jersey up to his like to yeah. his waistband up to yeah, his I think he's tight, isn't he tight? Yeah, I think Maybe. so, yeah. Yeah, but um, I think everyone wanted to come in today and tune in to see what we made in the semi-finals and who yeah. we think is actually going to win the World Cup. So uh, I didn't expect to be like half an hour deep when I was right. in the World Cup, yeah. but... It, is, you what, talk, it is what it is, as you yeah. always say. Um, Max Holloway always says as well. And George St. Pierre. Yeah. But uh, I think it's one of those things where you start talking about Ronaldo and 105 million to Juventus and like, it changed the scene of the yeah. fo- uh, world football. So and, all, and we're both wearing our Juventus, Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, number seven jersey yeah. as well. With the shin guards on, Ross is still What's wearing. What's mean seven? Goal- I'm number nine on the back of mine. <laughs> <laughs> and if your goalkeeper gloves on as well. But... Uh, Okay, I, we should probably move it into yeah. the semi-finals. First. Yeah, let's you know, go. Let's go. To the we World can't be here all week as much as we'd like to be, but we'll, uh, we'll start off with yeah. France and Belgium. Okay, so myself and Ross watched France versus Belgium there in town. Um, we both predicted before the match that France would win the match, and um, we were right. Yeah, very us being right, you know what I mean? Just always right. We're and like 
I'm not even going to lie, right? Now, I'd have to go back and listen to the podcast. But I think we've actually been quite accurate on the score lines yeah, from, that, from, yeah. from uh, yeah. quarterfinals forwards. I can't remember where... Well, I think I said 2-0 and you said 2-1 in this game, was it? Yeah. And it was 2-1, wasn't it? Was it 2-0? No, it was 1-0. Oh, 1-0. Yeah. I, I don't know why I thought it was that, that score. Um, oh, because it's 2-1 in the Croatia game. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah, 1-0 France. Um, look, the first half of this game had so many nearly goals. The pub was being roared down. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe how good it was. Courtois and Lloris both had a blinder. Uh, Hazard was brilliant for Belgium. Griezmann was brilliant. But for me again, the main man, Kylian Mbappe, that piece of skill that yeah. led to Drew missing again was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Olivier yeah. Drew, star striker of France, they're probably going to win the World Cup. Seven hours of football, no shots on target. Yeah. What a man. What a man. Looks very handsome in that jersey, all the same, though. He does. He's definitely sold a few jerseys. Um, what did you make of the game, Baz? Um, obviously in the first half Belgium looked a bit more free-flowing um, I think Hazard looked well um, then the second half it was the game changed it was the same mm. thing as the England match it was like right they went in half time it was, it was nil all half time but then once France got their goal France sort of sat back and Belgium couldn't really break them down and then France won yeah they did it was look the way I look at it, um, France just have some really star players in that team. And then, like, they also have players who who I consider, like, absolute workhorses. War like, your man Pavard on the right. No one knows who he was before the World Cup. He'll be one of the most sought-after right-backs. I'd be surprised if he wasn't playing at one of the top teams in Europe after the World Cup. Then, like, Matt Weedy, he's absolutely phenomenal. He was uh, missing for the quarterfinals and came back in for the semi-final. He's just someone who's going to work very, very hard for the team. Kylian Mbappe, so young, electric, hungry. Griezmann's just link up play with everyone who's brilliant. And then like, such an engine in midfield with Kante and Pogba. Yeah. It's, they're just an absolutely incredible team. A couple of players I want to talk about that. Like, obviously, Belgium lost and TD scored a goal. Yeah. And, like, it is, it, as you always say, yeah. it is what it is. I, right? I also think he's someone who's, like, on TD, a lot of people were like, not too sure on him. I think he's been very solid for the World Cup. Yeah. Solid in defence. And when he goes up, when he goes up for the headers, obviously I know he went up and scored a header, but like he looks like a bit of a goal threat. You know I mean? de- well, obviously he is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, obviously then Varane as well is top the range. Yeah. I, I, I'm still like unsure under man Hernandez. Yeah. And, like, I'm not saying he's terrible or he's great. I'm just like unsure of him. Like, Has he, he really been tested? He, he, he never seems to be the person like in the game who's making the runs. Your man Pavard seems to be doing all the runs down the right yeah. and it never seems to be the same impact off the left. The thing is, right, that French team, the team camaraderie in that, like, we've obviously talked about it before, it's mm. been, it's just, like, if so you follow them on the ground, like, they're all, like, yeah. always, like, bantering off each other, like, so, there's, like, videos of each other's sleep, like, messing with each other. Yeah, it's so, it's so good to see, and then certain players have really stood out. Uh, I want to ask you about a couple of players. Um, first of all, potentially the player of the tournament, 19-year-old Kylian Mbappe, what do you think about him so far? He's definitely, for me, the most exciting player playing in the tournament. Um, just his touches, his pace, his just ability to take someone on. He just looks like l- relentlessly dangerous to play against. Um, also those Belgian centre half, they were like a bit more static. If you know what I mean, as in like they don't move as fast. They're oh. not as electric. Like they were almost terrified of the young kid. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that little bit of skill that he did for that true shot. When I was watching that in full time motion, I was I was this is the best piece of football I've ever think I've ever seen. And then obviously Drew missed, but if if that ball was given to Griezmann, it probably would have been a goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
I think, it, do you know what Giroud probably was in shock himself he was like what a ball yeah he was, um, he was like can't believe this is after falling to me so easily uh, obviously the two best players in the world are Ronaldo and Messi but um, Mbappe could be with, in with a show to become one of the the next person he, he, to get a like Ballon d'Or or he's, player of the year you know he's definitely definitely on the rise um, look 19, 19. I, 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 I can't believe, believe the next world could be 23 and yeah. we'll see how good yeah. he is you know what I mean and then the next one he's only 27 yeah like, uh, what, like? Yeah, and then he'd be 31 and he'd win four World Cups in a row yeah. killing Mbappe <laughs> okay so obviously you thought he's having a good yeah. tournament uh, another person Paul Pogba uh, what to make of his tournament so I, far I find this quite f- funny not in any particular manner it's just everyone seems to be giving Pogba rave reviews all the commentators all the pundits and I haven't seen him put his foot too wrong but as you said the other night there hasn't been many performances I've seen him where it's like eight and a half out of ten, definitely. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, definitely no less than a seven. But he hasn't had like a moment where he, I know he's sort of scored a goal in the in one of the group stage games, but he, there was no moment where I'm like, Pog was bossing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I'm just like, that's why. And we sort of question ourselves, like, how world class is Pog? Because yeah. when have we seen. Paul Pogba single-handedly win a game. You know what I mean? I think there was the Man City yeah, yeah, comeback, yeah. but that's 45 minutes of the game. I want to see 90 minutes where Paul Pogba is like pinging the ball around Kevin De Bruyne style and putting the tackles. That's just it. There's just one thing, one thing about him though is when he's like dribbling on the ball and like someone's trying to like jostle him for the ball, they can't get it off. Can't you, can get like, it, yeah. you can tackle him face on, but you can't like knock him off it. No way. It's, uh, he's too strong. He's, I know he had like for some, like it's it's he's 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 his own so he's an, mm. his own entity like like people love to hate him or hate to love him mm. it's you know, like someone you always have an opinion yeah. on Paul Pogba but the thing is like I haven't seen him as you said like have a nine out of ten yeah. match three times in a row right especially in this World Cup but the thing is he's almost like Jesse Lingard in the way that first of all like he's the, obviously the life of the party mm. but he's also very influential on the pitch mm. as well that. Say if he wasn't one hundred percent fit, him still being mm. on the pitch is very important to the whole mm. entire team. The whole team rise up. If you talk him out of that team, I think there will be, this like you know, you, like Taliso will be mm. a very fitting player to put in instead. But you're missing something. Yeah, yeah, Taliso's, he's like, oh, he's a nice player. But yeah. you know what? One thing I will know is about Pogba. He's been a lot more aggressive for France. He's been a little, like, you know, one of his once one of his teammates is like attacked or whatever like he's over there he's on top of it he's yeah. like backing his yeah. team up um Tiddy's very like that as well and like that's where the camaraderie comes in True. like they're all friends they're yeah. all like looking to look out for each other and that's really really good to see and yeah. he seems to be the main man in that yeah it's also the experience if you think mm. about like he's been to the Champions League final with Juventus mm. he's like also the players he's played with are, yeah. are like unbelievable uh who else uh, he got to the European Championship final yeah. two years ago. Obviously lost that. Uh, he's won the Europa League with United as well. Like he's been, he's played big big mm. games and he's only like twenty five. So that's mm. he's the leader. And one great thing about this France team is that it allows Kante to go back to being the Leicester City Kante, the fellow who does all yeah. the dog work. But they're not like look, there's Kante again. You yeah. know what I mean? He, he's like just another player on the pitch. As opposed to at Chelsea when they got Kante, they're like best midfielder in the league. Yeah. Everyone watch him. Yeah. And, then, and now because he's at France, all the other players are so magical around them that. He can do his like he can do his dog work. He does a great job, but not everyone's watching him to make sure like Kante's doing everything that he has to be doing. Yeah, it seems like the players in that team are all getting award like out re awarded. 
like everyone's like getting the fair share yeah. like save Mbappe the compliments yeah yeah, yeah 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 it's all fair it's not just yeah. like oh just Mbappe like yeah. I know I know Giroud isn't shooting getting shots on target but he's still getting he's like right he's pinning back the defender mm. so he may as well play again you know but put it this way they haven't dropped Giroud either no they haven't although they also do, they also like they didn't bring Lacazette they didn't bring Anthony Marshall like as in like they don't actually really have many striking options with them no you know what I mean so it's a bit of a strange one um, and then what about Belgium who sort of stood out for you one thing that I know is Belgium is that you take one or two players out of the squad and that golden generation isn't as good as it once was true yeah. um, I, I, one I, person who really missed out I think was Thomas Mounier he was brilliant all tournament on the right hand side he was suspended for this game and I never thought he was as influential as he is for the team yeah uh, yeah but that's that's a right back you know what I mean I know but you, yeah, but you're sort of playing right midfield as well I know but yeah I know but look at look at the way Brazil Danny Alves was out and they still did the same no but the way I look at it is he came out and then like De Bruyne had to play on the left and then Carrasco was out as well and they had Chadley and it, it just like their strength and depth wasn't as evident is what I'm basically yeah. saying well yeah well, we both sort of thought before this game we said this was the real World Cup final mm. now unless like Croatia go and win, win the final yeah. then we were wrong but uh, I think it came down to like team camaraderie another key thing that got England for um so like if you look at Hazard he's such a like he's such a smug look in him and he's not you can tell he's sort of not like come on lads let's have a party you know the party yeah. is not in Hazard's gaff anyway yeah. you know but uh, there was like him and De Bruyne and like Lukaku they never seemed to be a pure gel in that yeah uh, you know what I mean and then the, when it comes down to the two left best teams left in the competition something has to give and it was uh, ultimately France had it and also Belgium starting with their plan B's aka Flaney Flaney's the guy you bring on to like mm. either get a goal back or defend the game yeah. like you don't start with that because they had no plan B after that didn't they not who, yeah, no. remember we were like you were like who can they bring on it was like Carrasco who plays yeah. in China yeah, it was like you know what I mean Carrasco or and not even Dembele who yeah. you love he was starting yeah I know but yeah, they yeah, couldn't bring, bring him, him on. on yeah yeah and I was like no yeah but I, I was like Dembele, Witzel and Flaney midfield I was like they're tall like three tall, not so ground covering centre midfielders. Yeah. I was like, France is gonna pass the ball around them and they did. You know what I mean? But I mean it, it uh, goes uh, to show that Martinez isn't actually that great of a manager yeah. because he he went with who was you know what I mean? He almost like picked it was like you have been like I've seen you play a lot more football because you played like it was almost like you picked the names. He was yeah. like he was like that looks good on a team sheet. Well, he, I mean, he was also slightly fair. He was like, right, Chadley scored, mm-hmm. got us back in against Japan, yeah. and so did Fellaini, so they should start next game. But some, it was like Solskjaer with mm-hmm. United. Remember when he was there? Anytime yeah. he started, never really scored, but when he came on, he always scored. Yeah. Same thing with Chikorito as well. Yeah, Fellaini's one of those people who, like, when the other teams have fatigued, he comes on and he starts jostling and they don't like it. You know no, what I mean? And that's, that's, like that's it. it. Uh, the way I look at this, Fellaini definitely has impacted a game more coming off the bench than he ever has started. I'm like yeah, a more Man United fans, we know. Like, yeah. you know what I, mean? it's, I think it's because when when he comes on, there's a reason for him to come on. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's like right, you have to score, and yeah. it's like okay, yeah. Done. Or it's like it's like just cause a nuisance in the box. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. someone else to score. It's like right, yeah. And like for set pieces, it means like he probably takes up two men, like sometimes even three men. You know what I mean? What position is playing you anyway? Like center midfield header. Yeah, but like, <laughs> he's not really defensive no. because he gives away a lot of fouls. I, yeah, I, I think people like Fume was like originally was like defensive midfielder just because he's massive. Yeah, and then they were like and slow. Yeah, and then they're like box to box midfielder because like he defends the headers in the one box and yeah. scores them in the other box. And then it was like he's almost a last choice. In your own box. It's almost like last choice striker. Yeah, yeah, he's almost better off trying to be the next Peter Crouch. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. He's almost like, don't you NFL have special, mm. what is it called, special? Would he be a better Andy Harrell than Andy Harrell? Yeah, because he is fitter than Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll's, yeah. supposedly Andy Carroll's out again for another few months. Yeah, but the way I was just playing, I was like, what are you just like, I'll just play up front and I score a few headers now. Yeah, but you know what? He doesn't score enough goals. So if you're yeah, a striker, that doesn't score goals. Yeah, but if you start him up front for a full season, you might though. Yeah, well, hopefully not United. No, not United. Yeah, so... A Fulham. A Fulham, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's got to get a new luxury contract at United, yeah. you know? By the way, if you've seen his girlfriend, she's unreal. And then people are like, there's no... like he's, She's only with him for the money. Because nah. he rocks the uni, bro. Yeah, but great personality, man. Yeah, great personality. Yeah, she, yeah. I don't know. There's something about him that... Well, someone must like him. Yeah, have you ever seen his brother? His brother's yeah, brother, brother him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, definitely yeah. walks around Manchester yeah. going, it's me. Yeah, yeah. United were once playing a game and uh, Flaney's brother was at the match and he was in like a tracksuit and people were like, oh, Flaney's not, he, he mustn't be, play- oh no, he wasn't in a tracksuit, he was dressed in normal yeah. clothes. And the other people, people it was yeah, right. I think it was Chelsea, was it? Was it Chelsea, oh, yeah. Because I think yeah. he actually got the tickets off Hazard. Yeah. Because like, he couldn't get the tickets off Flaney or yeah, something like that because it was in Stafford Bridge. Yeah, they thought that Flaney was injured, but it was actually his twin, like, not his twin brother, but they're the spits of each other. They basically big, have, have big afro and unibrow and he's like six foot four as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like, what, what you make of that semi-final match? Uh, look, it was, it was a great game. One thing I will say, uh, which I thought was a bit strange, is when France sort of went there and won the look, Belgium didn't really create that many more opportunities. They didn't really chase the game as hard as I thought they would. True, yeah. It got a bit dirty near the end. Yeah. Not not overly dirty, but a bit dirty. Yeah, yeah, it did. And I was almost a bit like, geez, those French players need to be careful. Like, they have a final to worry about. You know I mean? They can't be, you know, letting themselves get roiled by the Belgians. Yeah. So, France made it to the final. Belgium yeah. are going to be playing in the third and fourth place playoff on Saturday. But the thing is, we'll move into the second semi final. England losing 2 1 to Croatia in extra time. Uh, before this match, you thought Croatia would win on penalties, yeah? yeah? And I said that I thought England would win a 2-1. Um, I actually have Croatia with sweepstakes, so like either way, I didn't really mind. But um, did you think there was a chance that it was coming home? I didn't, like... Because most people did no, now. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'll be honest, right. I thought there was a decent chance to beat Croatia. If, I, if, yeah. if someone's go, Ross, what do you think the percentages are winning the game? I go, 60% Croatia, 40% England. Right, mm-hmm. and I go. What are the chances of either of those two teams beating France in the final? I go seventy percent France, thirty percent the winner of that final. You know what I mean? Yeah. France are definitely the best team in it for me. Uh, going into the game, looked at the starting lineups. So I was like, Grand, sort of what as expected. Well, we discussed um, this beforehand, and we said, well, the, I definitely said that they should take Raheem Sterling out of the team yeah. because having Modric and Rakitic who are just two probably the best partnership in international yeah. football. Country, international football, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the way, like, they had Henson Basie there isolated by himself mm. and those two Lingard, pass the ball around. yeah, and Lingard in front of him with Deli Ali, who don't really, they're, they're not, not defenders, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're not defenders. So they should have put in, there was supposed to be talks, Delph should have been ahead of Dyer to go in and start in that midfield. They should have taken Sterling out mm. and they should have put either Dyer or Delph in that team. And that definitely would have changed things anyway. I 100% agree with you, Bo. All I was saying was I wasn't surprised at the starting lineup because that yeah. was the England starting lineup for yeah. the World Cup. I think, yeah. that, that, I think that was like out of whatever they played, six games, I think five games, that was the starting lineup, it was give al- or take. It was, almost the, it was almost the opposite style to Roberto Martinez. Like, mm. As in, like, say, okay, it's like, this is the team. There were, the last three games, it didn't change any no. one player. But Sterling definitely should have been taken out of the team. Yeah. In yeah. hindsight, definitely. He, was, he wasn't playing well, or he should have at least been taken off earlier, taken off the pitch. You know what I mean? When, it wasn't, when he wasn't working out. 
Um, and then Croatia also had their team. Croatia, I thought they were they were a bit cute with their team because they sort of have like your man Brozovic and then Rebic, Kramaric, and then Kovacic. I hope that doesn't sound like a lot of chitches in a row, but they sort of like rotate nicely. Not exactly trade the games, but when they come on, it's very like for like, as in like you're not losing or gaining much. You know what I mean? You're getting like fresh legs on when each come on, Thanks. and then they obviously make sure they keep. Um, Modric and Rakitic on. Perisic doesn't look like he's actually good for the 120 minutes because they seem to always go 120 minutes Croatia. And then Mandzukic up top. I think uh, he looked a bit injured as well. He, he, I think he did, but it's just one of those things where like he has a moment of magic in him every now and then, which is no, very, very important to have in the squad. The Croatia were actually like sort of smart. Like, they're sort of unfortunate the way their fence isn't actually that good. But no. uh, they're not like stupid. Or is it? They oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Sorry, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Um... Uh, Croatia they're not like oh we have to. it's not like right Kovacic you play for Real Madrid you yeah. have to start they're, yeah. they're like they're smart not like that, yeah. they're smart about yeah. the players that they have that they can bring on they're not like right Real Madrid you're starting you know I mean the way yeah. England used to be in the back in the day the way they're like right Skoldi starting Lampard starting Gerrard starting like, it's working the, out yeah the names are just starting yeah but uh, Croatia okay we should probably go through the match then yeah because right? Oh yeah, by the way, Lovren said that he's won the be- he's the best in the world or some shit. Yeah, he was like a world class defender. Yeah. He's like, we'll got the Champions League final now in the World Cup final. It's like he thinks Conor McGregor next thing he's gonna say, Doubt me now. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you sting for him if he gets to a World Cup final and a Champions League final the same year, loses both. Well, in the space of two months. Yeah, man, that'd be terrible. But um Yeah, so we go into the match. First of all, going in Utah Croatia were gonna win a penalty. So I thought England were gonna win two one. Yeah. After five minutes, England get a free kick. Trippier scores it. I, I think I think I I have to eat some humble pie here because I I said in the last one that I couldn't believe that Trippier was hitting all the set plays. Like, Since when is when's he a set piece specialist? And yeah. he's banged the goal. It was a great free kick, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but it wasn't like the best free kick. Free kick no, but, seen, like, but it was like considering yeah. I've never seen him score one. Yeah. So yeah, well, so that that went in. Mm. Um, as you can see from all the videos going around the internet of England's reaction, like the whole country nearly bleeding blew up yeah. with that goal. Uh. England should have got a second goal after that. The Harry Kane missed a great chance. I think Harry Kane was actually mm. very poor in that game and he wasn't good against Sweden either. Yeah. So I don't know what was really going on there. Gary Neville said post-match that he wouldn't be surprised if it came out that Harry Kane was carrying a knock. But uh, realistically, that first half, England were the better team. Probably should have yeah. been at least 2 nil up. If not, they could have got a third. Uh, but I believe the whole English nation thought that England were in the final there and then yeah they yeah. almost oh, overlooked that's Croatia. what I was about to say to you the whole talk like they were saying football's coming home as if they just had to win the final they were talking as if they were in the final the yep. English fans were and just the way it was um, Roy Keane sat in that studio with Gary Neville Ian Wright and Lee Dixon and Gary Lineker as well was it? I'm not um, sure who was hosting don't think it was no Lineker. Okay, it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, and they were all saying no because it was on ITV. Yeah, go oh yeah, it, it was just it was just interesting to see how there was a change in tune after they lost. As in, all the all of them were excited for the final, the final, the final. And Roy Keane kept going, like, "All you talk about is the final, the final, the final, the final." Yeah, and you have to look at the game that's in front of you. And it was interesting to see that they changed the tune. But after it was like, "Oh yeah, well, at least we got to the semi final." You know what I mean? And I was like, "Oh, great performance by the lads." But the way I look at it is that. You all expected England to win. So therefore, you can't expect them all to win. And then when they lose, go, hard luck. Yeah, no, England lost it themselves. 
they were beaten by Croatia, who were have played more football than anyone else in the entire World Cup. They were all knackered. And my biggest qualm with the game was, we always say it, Barry, there's always one last chance. And when after Croatia scored, England never had that chance. No. There was never, oh, nearly goal. Uh, it didn't happen really. Well, when I went the extra time, Stones had a header cleared off the line, but that was... But that was before, was, that was before the goal, wasn't it? Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that would have made England win. Oh, you mean when As it was, like after um, Manzuka scored, yeah. there was never one last chance for England. And normally there is one more chance. Yeah. And I just thought, when, it came, when push came to shove, Croatia had another gear and England didn't. Yeah. But I think, you see, you know what? I think when England even went in at halftime, they're like, could be coming home, lads, for yeah. sake. You know what I mean? And then, like, but there was no... There was not, there's not enough experience in that team mm. to be like, here lads, calm it down. Look the way Roy Keane was like mm. that. Like Roy Keane would be like, lads, that first half was done. We finished this. Yeah. And then think about what's yeah. next. You know what I mean? The lads are probably in there at halftime being like, I'm going to oh, get what? tickets from my granny to come over to Russia for the yeah, final. It's, it's like, Trippy like, was like, oh, do you reckon have a good picture of me for Instagram for yeah, that free yeah, kick? Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, I think once Croatia got the goal, it was sort of out of nowhere. England sort of fell asleep. Uh, Paris is scoring that goal coming around the back. But, um, what once, a goal as well Yeah, No it was, it was good But I think once that went in England were sort of like Oh shit And then England never got going again Their biggest yeah. problem was Sitting back They mm. should have They should have got that second goal And the game would have been over But the thing is yeah. Once that goal went in They were like Oh no And Harry Kane still wasn't really in the game And they never had that Sort of mm. Plan There was no real plan B You know what I mean Like Rashford coming on had to score in the tournament. One, one Vardy coming on yeah. had to score in the tournament. One thing I will say is that I thought Southgate made his subs very late in the game. They needed to be brought on far earlier. I, I noticed that throughout the tournament. I was like, it was against Sweden and they were bringing like Rashford on in like the 88th minute. I was like, here look, if you're already convinced you're going to win the game, would you not give Rashford like a half an hour run out? He's a bit of football under the yeah. belt. You know what I mean? I, I just yeah. don't understand that. Like, I think every manager, when you have a squad as talented as England or if you have a squad as talented as France, at the hour mark, you should probably make two subs and get two fresh legs on. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're going to, like, spur the game on. Yeah. Well, it, it all comes down to experience. Like, Sao mm. has no experience. And then all yeah. of a sudden, you could have just won the whole World Cup. Um, yeah, but then Mario Mandzukic came in, got the winner as well. Mm-hmm. And then the World Cup obviously wasn't coming on. But um, see the way, like, that whole, like, that that united mm. England. Like, something that they haven't seen in years. Yeah. Um, like, the amount of fans watching that, even the people jumping on the bandwagon, you know, yeah, like, but um, England, let's let's be realistic. England had such an amazing chance to win that. Mm. Um, arguably the best team they beat in the whole competition mm. was Colombia. They also lost to Belgium, but they keep being the English fans keep being like, oh, but that game didn't matter. Yeah, technically true, but yeah. still, that's a shit mentality to have. Yeah. They got they fluked that far at semi final. Like all yeah. of a sudden they were in the semis. You know, yeah. I mean? You look at it. Croatia had a similar enough run. You know what I mean? Croatia went through when they played... Russia. Russia. And they played Denmark. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's not like Croatia were, like, beating the bleeding baddies of the world. Yeah, no, beater. Yeah, but they I also, know they beat Argentina in the group stage, yeah, exactly, which yeah. is, like, a big coy. And they also had Nigeria and... So it was Japan oh, or? I think it was South Korea. South Korea? Yeah. Okay. So, no, South Korea played Germany. I don't know who the other team was. It doesn't really matter. They just didn't have the easiest run through the group anyway. Yeah. And I was looking at them going, look... They probably have played their harder games in the group than they did after that. Like, that, yeah, you know what I mean. They did, As, but they also had to go 120 minutes, 120 minutes, 120 minutes. That's why I look at France and go, they play 90 minutes, 90 minutes, 90 minutes. They're gonna be Croatia yeah. in 90 minutes. Yeah, France, France beating Uruguay. They beat 
Who did it be? Who did it be in the first band? Oh, they beat Uruguay first. And then they beat... No, they beat Uruguay last, or in the quarterfinal, because Uruguay beat Portugal. They must have played someone dreadful, who I can't even think of. Yeah? Yeah. Did it be Argentina? No, Argentina didn't make it out of the group, group I don't think. They? Oh, no, they, they did, did, yeah. They did. Oh, no, okay. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, France conceded a goal in the knockout stage. Yeah, in the last match they won. Oh, they did beat Argentina. They beat them 4-3. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Boy, am I telling you wrong? I don't know. You have me totally confused. Well, irrelevant to that. Yeah. Anyway, what was the point there? Just that France have like just played ninety minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. So like yeah. Croatia played three hundred twenty minute games. Yeah. Oh no, no. My point was the teams they've played mm. to get this far. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've been top mm. of the range. Even Belgium, Belgium even beating Brazil, and then I know they beat Japan, mm. but the standard of teams they be have been deadly. And then the way England, like English fans, must wake up today, right, and be like, oh my god, we were actually one half. Away from the World Cup final, yeah, forty five minutes from win the, well, not win the World Cup, from getting to the final, getting to the final, and then and then you get to the final, it's a bit like anyone's game, yeah, you know that's I mean? it, yeah, yeah, yeah. flip of the coin, but uh, England, like those those players could have became absolute legends, so mm. but like they're only really going to look back at that, it, it, like over the time periods mm. and be like, oh my god, it's lass. actually it's actually quite funny because it depends on how they do in the next Euros, the, the, if they do bad in the next Euros, it's going to be. The, Worst team ever to get to a semi final, you know what I mean? Like, that's the way they're gonna look at it, but it all depends on how they do next. But you never know because the Euros are gonna come around again, and the Euros, I think, is almost as hard to win as the World Cup because for eight, I know they're expanding now, but there's only 20 teams, and like, if you count out the 20 best teams in Europe to have to beat all them ducks in a row to actually win the Euros, it's gonna be very hard. So, it's gonna be interesting to see how England go, go forward, and I think the next game will tell because they're gonna play Belgium. In third, fourth place playoff. Yeah, what you make? Hold on, what you make of England's, like the overall the overall competition itself? Because really, see every team they played, and beat you expected them to beat as well. Yeah, if actually, so like if did you, they? What did they really accomplish? I know they got to the semi final, but yeah, I, I think it's more so where they got to the tournament was better than the tournament they had. Oh, definitely. Yeah, as in like, if England played a friendly against Panama, Tunisia, Sweden, and Colombia, and won all those four friendlies, you go. So what? And then, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, the then Belgium, they lost. Yeah, and then Croatia, they lost. Yeah, yeah. which they actually had, like, they, but they were the bookies' favorites. Mm. Bel, uh, uh, Croatia after coming in after after two penalty shootouts. Like I wouldn't be. Well, they didn't really achieve anything. Really, yeah, they, they weren't really that great. That's yeah. I think what we're getting yeah. to. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah, yeah. And then I think they scored twelve goals. Nine of them were from uh, set pieces. Set pieces. Yeah, Garcia or Southgate set piece specialist get him in yeah. if you're looking to improve your set pieces their, their style of play wasn't that great no. but did you see how many like Pickford had, like did long balls over the yeah. top th- constantly but also I thought he got very rattled after the first call went in yeah yeah you see, yeah, that's all experienced yeah. I don't mean as well but um, mm. I was actually I was actually thinking about today as if you look at the England team like how many of those players have won high level cup competitions and like right the Ashley Young won the Champions League no I didn't tell no one was there no. No, he wasn't there. I was like, right, he was one of like, you'd be like, what? Ashley Young's won what? The FA Cup? It's like, not great. Oh, he's won the Europa League. Um, Like, all those Man City players who won the league, they won that like three months before the league was over. So, yeah. like, they never had to play like a make or break game to win anything. Yeah, I know. And like, the only person who had a make or break game to win something for England this year was probably Jordan Henderson. They lost. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, therefore, when it got to the big stage in a one-on-one knockout competition... 
That England team has no experience. Zero. I, I, they, I, I still think like Kale was their best defender. He should have played. Yeah. Dyer or Delph should have went in. But see, the thing is, like, Gareth said, okay, when the next in, international matches roll up, it's going to be like, oh, do you know what? We really could have made a World Cup final. Yeah. And, like, it's only going to really set in after. But, like, also, I think mentally, I think England, the, the, uh, the team, seeing the reaction back in mm. the country, like, they were like, they, it probably burnt them out in the head. Yeah, they were like, we can win a World Cup. And yeah. It's like. And they could yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah, but like the first time they came up against decent opposition, they lost, and the second time they came up against decent opposition, they lost. You know what I mean? And Columbia, then Harry Kane also not scoring goals. Colombia well. are only all like they're all right, and if you take James Rodriguez out of the team, which he wasn't there playing, them, they're not that great. No. You know what I mean? And they only won a penalty. Yeah, yeah, but um, that's what they achieved. They won a penalty shootout. Yeah, they broke that. They, yeah. yeah, they broke that yeah. curse. That, yeah, so like I think they'd be happy with that, but still like. Uh, I think what they did for the country was amazing they totally united it and mm-hmm. like if that carries on into further England internationals that'd be amazing for them as a country because yeah. like as you know the amount of shit that's gone on in the UK from like Brexit to like all like people like all the homelessness and yeah. shit and like all that and then it's it united the whole mm. country you know but uh I think we should go into the third, fourth place playoff first yeah. and then go into the World Cup final because uh, we've been oh, here just... We've been over an hour after I said we don't go over an hour. Very yeah, yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, look, third and fourth place, I don't have much to say about it. It'll be interesting to see the first two teams go head-to-head but in my opinion, all those players have probably gone out in the piss already. Uh, it's not really a game that's that big a deal worth winning. Like They've already played way. each other already? Yeah, put it this way. Who played the 2010 third and fourth place playoff? I don't know. Exactly, like it doesn't really matter. I know Brazil played whoever Argentina beat in the last in the 2014 one. You know what I mean? Yeah. As in, like, you forget, you don't yeah. care. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not important. You know what I mean? So, therefore, it's not that important a game. It's almost like an extra game for the sake of having a game in between days. That's on Saturday at three o'clock. Mm. And you'll know if Harry Kane's in there because he won't be playing if he is. Yeah. I wonder will Gareth say, okay, name a different team or will he play the first string team? Will well, Belgium play the first string team? They, Who they, knows? They've already lost to Belgium. I think. I know you just said there it's not actually a massive game and I know people like, people like yeah because it's such a letdown from, yeah. it could have been the final could have should have would have but like leaving the competition now if England get the third place medal I think that will actually mean a lot in future in the future because mm. it would probably be a better accomplishment than them winning the World Cup in 66 because if you think about it it's with a wor- way worse team uh, it's also in Russia whereas England won the World yeah. Cup in England and it had way more teams involved as well and it's like more modern day. You know, it'd be quite funny. If England lose to Belgium, they won four games and lost three. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like four and three is not a very good record. You know what I mean? I, I think, I think the, the English probably definitely make sure to win that. Yeah. And like what Belgium are, what, four and one at the moment? No, five and one. Five wins and one loss. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's. Uh, yeah, it's just going to be. I don't know how competitive it's going to be. So, but. Uh, I like England will be happy with. I, I think I think well, if, it, it, both teams will regret not getting that. If I had to put my money on it right now, I'd actually say England are going to win it. They're going to beat Belgium. Yeah. Just because I, I love the Belgian team. I think the Belgian players will cry off an injury a lot sooner than the English players will. Well, if you look at the Belgian team, they're older. So this is mm. probably their last chance. A lot of the last World Cups, whereas the England average is 26 so like England have another competition really in them as well. I think so. I just look at Belgium; they have like Crasco and Vitsum. It's like oh, they're just like money hunters. They they're just like 
right, that's done. Yeah. You but, know what I mean? Like either it way, is, whoever whoever yeah. wins the match is totally irrelevant because no one really care. But so, well, I think well, both teams should actually go for it. What What's your prediction then? Only because Belgium beat them last time. Um, I think Belgium will win. What score? Two one. Three one. All right, I'm gonna say England will win two one. Okay. Will uh, football be coming home if they win third place medal? I think it's. I think it's actually after doing something for the country itself, mm. them getting that far. Yeah. That, like it's actually united. They still the belief in, the, yeah, in them. Yeah. It's like the it is the United Kingdom now again. Yeah. But uh, I think I think what they've done is gonna create something very well because if you think about it, all the competitions England have always let down so the like the people that supported the team yeah. were like England are shit even the people doing uh, full time devils they're like oh here forget about England they always let us down but it's after uniting the whole entire mm. country so for, like that's good good yeah. for them but uh, I think we should go into the World Cup final because uh, it's the World Cup show and we're an hour and five minutes in so thanks a million for staying tuned and I'm sure everyone's been waiting to see yeah. what we're going to say about the final but uh the World Cup final is on a Sunday, 4 o'clock, and it's Croatia against France. Um, I think arguably going in, into this match, the two best players of the, tournaments, of the tournament are Kylian Mbappe for France and Luka Modric for Croatia. So it's sort of like, remember, Italy were playing uh, France, and it was going to be, there was an argument, if whoever won, if Cannavaro won it for Italy, he'd become player of the year. Yeah. And if Zidane won it, he'd become player of the year. And then Italy actually won that and Cannavaro came player yeah. of the year. So um, it's a player of the tournament, Modric against the player of the tournament, Kylian Mbappe. Who, who did, what are you thinking for this I, game? I, I, I have a quick question just on that now that you said that. Does Luka Modric come into the argument for Ballon d'Or if he wins the World Cup and the Champions League in the same year? Definitely, yeah, but... Um, as in, like, I, I know it tends to be between Ronaldo and Messi, but does he come in as the third person? No, yeah, like Suarez oh, yeah, comes definitely, in as the yeah. third body. Definitely, yeah. Modric comes in as the third body, yeah. If Kylian Mbappe scores a hat-trick in the final, and he, he could be in it as well, yeah. you know? That is true. Uh, look, who's got me more excited? Who's got my bull phone more? Kylian Mbappe. But Luka Modric, you could argue, has been the best midfielder in the world over the last four years. He's got the Champions League medals to prove it. He's got Croatia, which have a population of four million to the World Cup final. Um, look, the way I look at this final is no doubt. I, I said it from the start. I would go crazy on my underdogs from the World Cup. I think they're an absolutely fantastic side. They've got so many good players. But at the end, do you know, do you know when Modric was signed by Real Madrid, he was. They said it was like the worst player to ever sign for Real Madrid. Yeah, or worst midfielder. One okay. or the other, yeah. And I just look at that France team there and I'll go. France have a very very good squad, and like it is frighteningly good. You have like Mendy and Sidby who are the Monaco right back like on the bench ready to come in. You have so many centre halves ready to come in. Midfield you have Taliso ready to come off the bench at any stage. Going forward you have Thomas Lamar coming on. You have Dembele coming on. I'm just looking at them and go such a wealth of talent to come on. It's one of those things where if Modric or Rakitic got injured in the first five minutes you're like yeah. where did they go? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you look at France I almost think maybe Griezmann or maybe even Lloris because I don't think Mandana is very good gets injured you're like oh well that changes the game you know what I mean yeah and even if Mbappe got injured I'm like Mbappe comes on Lamar comes on I'm like not great but like equally talented player equally you know talented, what I mean? yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm just look at the France team and go they're so much more built for this tournament France France are just a better version mm. of England and also, they're gonna I, I feel they're gonna take advantage of what England didn't mm. uh 
Croatia after going through three 120 minute matches mm. two penalty shootouts as well whereas France have done everything in 90, 90 minutes. minutes and they also have what England didn't have but is like winners playing like, it's a full extra game of football yeah. Croatia played and they had to dispense penalties and yeah. not only that but that France team got to the final of the Euros and I don't think they want to feel that loss again especially yeah. when they lost at home that's in what, France yeah that's what Pogba said he said the problem was they went into the match thinking they already had a one yeah. so now after going through that sometimes you have to go through yeah. shit to, to come out and become an even better champion look at Daniel Cormier for instance yeah. so I think that's what's going to happen but as always you never know what can happen in a final but mm. I, I think France are going to be too strong they're, they're mm. not as like I was going to say dehydrated they're not as they wouldn't be as tired mm. as Croatia and I just think it's I think it's France's time and like we've been saying for the last even four years ago we were like this France team is brilliant yeah. and they they seem to be only getting started you know as well and that, do you know what that's also another great thing like the Croatian fans are sort of like oh this is brilliant because it's better than we did in 1998 but France is another country that's going through mad turmoil yeah. through religious shit and all that other shit but like this could really unite the whole country as well you know yeah. I think it does like winning a major sports competition is just incredible like look at Ireland when we just get to a major sports tournament yeah. I mean the country goes to a standstill it seems to be only football like I, mean, yeah. I don't think the whole Irish country would unite if Ireland won the rugby but if we won well, I, the I, football I think they different w- I think they would but like the bandwagon starts as soon as Ireland get to a major tournament of football. Yeah. As opposed to rugby, I think like we'd have to get to the quarterfinal and everyone watch it. And then the semi-final, everyone watch it. And then obviously everyone would be like, the final. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the way it goes. But in terms of the football, it's like, we're playing Brazil in the first round and Germany in the second round. It's like, yeah, we're going to yeah. win it. It seems like a load of people bandwagoned on the England thing. Once yeah. they got to the semis. Yeah. So their experience with that goal was amazing. And then they lost yeah. and they're like, brand new yeah. jersey. Like, it's like, it's like, you told me we're going to... You, Paul, you told yeah. me we were going to win. Well, they would have looked at the bookies now. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, it's insane. I don't know what the odds are, but I'm going to give you what my prediction is for the game. And I'm going to give you a very exact prediction. 2-0 mm-hmm. France. Antoine Griezmann, first goal scorer. And Croatia will have a man sent off. All right. I think that it's going to be... 3-1 France I think that they're going to be like 2-1 up and then France uh, Croatia are going to go for it and then like France will come back at a counter attack maybe Mbappe just oh, finish it off d- have like an execution or yeah. go well that's the thing that's yeah. right when you like you have to put the keeper up yeah. front because like lads it's a fucking World Cup final jeez like how much would you be crapping yourself if the keeper went up and then like you saw Mbappe waiting on the halfway line oh. you just like no. you have to take him down yeah, yeah. We, we, you have to catch him yeah we're both so we both think France is going to win yeah. Um. also like a Oh, if Croatia actually do win uh, it'd be good for me because I did that sweepstake thing as well yeah one of the lads I work with is Croatian yeah, and he keeps like, going to me you'll cheer for me buddy yeah and I'm like well like, like as long as it's good yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't yeah, really yeah. mind who wins you know no I, I, as long as as long as it stays competitive and look the World Cup's been incredible and like on next week's show we're going to give you like our team of the tournament yeah uh, we'll also discuss top goal score which is more than likely going to be Harry Kane less Griezmann score or Mbappe score Reiki goals in the last one we'll discuss the final and then we'll discuss huge transfers going forward but Her- like, isn't Harry Kane going to be the top goal yeah. scorer as well that's weird because like he scored the three against he scored five goals in two games yeah and then he scored a penalty against Sweden you know what I mean yeah like, it's like and Lukaku's one like the second top goal scorer he was uh, scored to. all the goals against the same two teams yeah but uh, we sort of said that whoever had like the easiest group yeah, was going to score yeah. the most goals goal machine yeah but uh, before we just wrap it up I want to thank everyone who's tuned in and followed the whole competition and yeah. enjoyed it or 
content and shout us out and shit like that because uh, that's really really nice yeah. and, and then uh, yeah. oh sorry I was going to say go to the latest Energize football post and let us know who you think is going to win the World Cup yeah it's but, uh, we, both, we both sort of think France I think once got into the quarterfinals we were almost pinpoint with the with the predictions which is cool yeah because if the, we were totally wrong the whole time yeah, people should not be listening yeah no 100% not <laughs> I think it's just one of those things where the group stages were a bit wild and then once we actually got a feel for everyone playing three games we're like right we know how those teams play yeah. so therefore it it is what it is it is what it is so many more people are saying that these days yeah. it's mad come on just listen to the show no but like I don't know the, uh, I know the celebrities like listen to the show I guarantee you you're going to see more and more people putting the, their Instagrams up and the handle will just be it is what it is yeah. yeah or if you know you know if you know you know imagine yeah. England won the World Cup everyone would have been like it's coming home. Yeah. They would have to like re-release that song, wouldn't they? Yeah. It, it, it took over the whole country. Yeah. That song. Everyone was singing it. I'll tell you, I'll tell you whoever wrote that song like earned a few more bob off. Yeah. Because all the radio stations were definitely playing again, yeah. weren't they? I'm just, yeah, but I'm just amazed how the, the football has like united the world. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't think any other sport no. could do that. No. But I didn't know football was the only sport that could do that as well. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's crazy because like you just get people also like brings everyone to the pub so like it's just yeah. like people are like I could drink I could drink four pints on Tuesday brilliant yeah. you know what I mean and it's just like one of those things where sometimes you might not know where it's from someone's from and then when the World Cup comes around you know where they're from also like it gives you an excuse to like pick a team and support them you know what I mean yeah I think even back in the day when like say if Rooney scored for England like Man City fans and Liverpool fans would be like fuck you Rooney yeah. but like they all were united in yeah also I think that Man United's best player doesn't play for England. Man City's best player doesn't play for England. Liverpool's best player doesn't play for England. Arsenal's best player, Chelsea's best player, and then like Spurs have never won anything, so they yeah. don't really matter. They're best player. Play Switzerland, England. yeah, of the Premier League, yeah. Yeah, so like it's fine. I know Arsenal fans probably don't like Harry Kane, but like they don't mind him when he's wearing the England shirt. Yeah, it's just a great tournament, and yeah, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing the final, and then I'm also looking forward to picking our team team of the tournament because we're gonna have to like do a small bit of research on it and like actually pick the best team in the tournament. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean Harry Kane's going to be top goal scorer. And, you know, it depends on who scores yeah. the most important goals. Yeah. Yeah. So, just really enjoyed it. Like, it's just been really, really cool. Any, any covering f- it, even covering it mm. has been fucking a great crack, you know? Any final thoughts? Um, I just really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm, I'm sure whoever's listening now is, if you're new, welcome. But, uh, we've been having a great time covering mm. it, the whole competition, watching the games and everything, you know? If you are new, slide us a DM. And as always... Stay energized.